Welcome to episode 16 of Drew's College Athletes Spotlight. The season two opener is here, and we have an awesome guest here today on this Sunday night when we're recording, or Wednesday, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any listening platforms. We have on Sabrina Moore from Concordia University, a track and soccer player there. And Sabrina, how are you doing on this Sunday night? I'm good. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm good. No, I'm you're all good. Sabrina, this is all about you. You got this. We're going to be talking about um, your career in high school. We're going to be talking about you know how you ended up at Concordia University and just that transition from the high school level to the collegiate level in sports and just how it's been for you. I first have to ask a question. I did see on social media, you got delivered crumble cookies by someone. I, I got to ask. <laughs> Uh, what your favorite kind of crumble cookie is? This is an important question as we're both kind of in the Milwaukee area and you do see a lot of crumble cookie around. So can you give me that, that answer? Yeah, um, I really like any of the like brownie ones. Like I love brownies and my favorite dessert by far. So anything that comes in that's like fudge brownie or like lava cake type things, I love those ones. So Bernie better be taking notes here on that. I hope he's writing yeah, down he, some stuff here. He knows, he uh, he knows that that's awesome <laughs> to hear. And yeah, we'll talk about your soccer performance. You had a huge game in there, that opener for Concordia. But let's go to high school here, Sabrina. So we're going to go back now, right? You're a sophomore in, or you're a junior in college? Junior, yes. Junior in college, I should say, yeah. But we're going to go back to Maine Township South, where you went to high school. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it. So. I guess even farther than that, we're going to go into youth sports really here. So we're going to start with soccer. We're going to mainly focus on soccer here. That's okay. But going through it, when did you start playing soccer? Was it in high school? What level? Uh, I started playing when I was five, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was doing house league soccer um, for a very long time. And then I think when I went into middle school, or in fifth grade, actually, I changed to like travel soccer, um, like club soccer. And then... I was doing that pretty much up until high school. So can you shout out the club team? What club team were you part of here? <laughs> I was just playing for the one like in my, like from the town that I was from, uh, Park Ridge, but the club in high school is called Premier. Premier. So Premier was the place where club soccer was being played there for you, Sabrina. But mm-hmm. going through it, I guess in your youth, did you have a favorite um, favorite field? Was there what place where you were like, I want to go play there when I'm playing soccer. <laughs> um, honestly, not really. Like when for house league soccer, you play at the same place every time. <laughs> so we were always on the same field, not really that big of a deal. Um, but as I like went into travel soccer, I just liked being closer to home. I did. I wasn't a big fan of traveling at that point, but now I love it. But yeah, during that time, I just liked being at our home field. That makes sense. You know, I club, that's the one thing with travel teams, right? I mean, travel's in the word. So you end up, you know, how long the tournaments was there? What was the farthest tournament? Did you actually have to go to or farthest game? Can you give me one? Um, yeah, we actually did a tournament, um, in Minnesota. It was called the USA cup, but like people from Ooh. all over the world came to do it. So not that far from us, but like a lot longer of a distance from or for other people. That is quite the hike from where you are now. That your high school, right? That's in like northern Illinois. It's kind of like suburb of Chicago, right? Yeah, the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Northwest suburbs. So, with that, um, when you're playing at in high school, there, did you have 
you know, a favorite position. We're we're talking high school here. Did, or did you start, you know, playing striker and then did you trans, transition or where, where what position were you playing there? Yeah. Um, so in high school, I actually didn't play for my high school, but I was doing club soccer still. But um, I was a striker for most of it, but I kind of like switched off between being being in the midfield as a winger and being a striker. Favorite position? Does that have to be go to striker then? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I was thinking, yeah. yeah. So Sabrina, the striker, is there a nickname that kind of stems from that or do it? Some of my there? friends, yeah, some of them call me striker. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But okay, so in high school, you're playing with the club team. You weren't doing, you weren't playing with the with the school team. And mm-hmm. you know, with that, did you find did you find that maybe being challenged in terms of you know the school team was all often playing, but you were you were focused on club or were you doing a different sport when the girls were you doing track instead or how did that work? Yeah, so I was doing club soccer. That was in the fall and the winter. And then because we had our indoor season um, and then in the spring when like the soccer season was going on for our high school, that's when I was doing track. So that's why obviously I wasn't doing soccer at that point, but I still wanted to be playing. So I just did club. That makes sense. I mean, how, how it works, at least where, where I'm from here in Valders, uh, you'd be doing, you know, the club team. Basically, there is there's no school team because the, the men's soccer season was in fall. And with that, mm-hmm. um, you had, you'd have to do club if you wanted to play soccer because we just didn't have it. That's just how it was. But girls soccer did have a team. They had it then. They ran in the spring. Did they run it in the spring then for well, in uh, Illinois as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. pretty standard way to run it through. So training program, I guess I kind of want to talk about this. So like, you know, not, not being necessarily with like the school team. Was there, were you doing your own training stuff for soccer? Were you like, what what was the game plan with that? Yeah. So, well, first like, since they were different seasons, like in the spring, I was only focusing on track. And then um, in the fall, I was only focusing on soccer. And we honestly, I wasn't really doing anything like on my own. It was more just being at practices like two times a week. It's definitely like it wasn't as much as it is now. We weren't practicing every day or anything like that. It would be like two or three practices a week and then a game for the weekend. And that was really it. Yeah. And that's, you know, in high school, you'll see that we'll talk with the transition, you know, in terms of training, we'll talk about how that adjustment was Mm -hmm. for you, but I want to hear, was there a teammate, a coach, someone in particular you want to shout out from high school, you know, really motivated you Was a good friend, something like that. Oh, we could do one of my coaches. His name was Todd Privet. He was awesome. He always hyped me up. He was one of those coaches that was like, kind of like a friend, um, but he, he was great. We still keep in touch now. And he like asked about my soccer season a lot. Aww. So Coach awesome. Todd, the hype man. Is yeah. That I'm hearing? Yeah. So you see him flexing a lot on the sidelines or something. If there's a big yeah. play. Awesome. That's what we need. <laughs> okay. So, you know, before we kind of transition here to the college, I want to hear, was there, did you ever have like a moment, um, you know, play or something that stood out to you that was like, Hey, I can, I can compete at even tra- track or even soccer here at the collegiate level. Was there something that just stood out to you? Um, like in high school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, the last season that I played in high school, like it was just a very, very good season. I think I scored every game that season. So like, I think at that point I was like, yeah, I don't think like I want to be done playing yet because I don't know. I just didn't know that I was going to like keep playing soccer. Um, 
in college, I knew for sure track, but soccer, I didn't know. But I think after that season, I was like, yeah, like maybe I could be doing this. This could be good for me. So. Yeah. And you mentioned, you, you know, for sure track was something you were looking at, but mm-hmm. like going through recruiting. So uh, what, what schools were you looking at for like even track and soccer? Um, where it was, how, how did Concordia stand out? And can, can we just hear some of those names from, yeah. some, from the other potential schools? Yeah, so I was looking at Concordia, um, Augustana, um, North Central, Carroll. Those were like my biggest schools, but it was mostly between Augustana and Concordia. Like when I was trying to make my decision, those two schools for sure. How did Concordia come out on top is what I want to hear. Um, yes, yeah, so... It was not for the sports, but it was for the occupational therapy program here. It's really, really good. And I knew that, like, that's what I wanted to go into in college. And that's what I want to be um, in my future. And they just have a really good program here. And Augustana didn't. So I wanted to, you know, pursue that to find the priorities. And that obviously is one of them. We always mention education first here on these episodes. So that's great. We'll, We'll talk more about your career plans here near the end of the episode. But First, we got to talk. Okay, so college, you're junior now. Mm-hmm. Soccer season, you know, track. This is your third year here at mm-hmm. Concordia. So, going through it, coming in, you know, your first thoughts. So let's let's go back to freshman Sabrina Moore. Can we do that? Mm-hmm. Just go back two years, and um, from there, you know, what were your initial thoughts coming in? Were you like, were you nervous coming in right away? How did that part go? That transition going from high school to college. Yeah, I mean, I think for anyone, it's pretty scary going from high school to college, you know, living in a dorm room with like random people that you don't know. And I think like playing sports, you don't know how different it's going to be from high school. Um, So yeah, I guess I was like, pretty scared, like anyone would be. But like, after a little bit, I mean, it ended up being fine. It did. Yeah. But like, and then with like competition wise, I guess training, I want to hear especially more on the the soccer side here, I guess, mm-hmm. from, from uh, the competition perspective, how did that go? I guess, like just overall an adjustment. Um, was that something it took, it, it's taken time to get used to like, did it take years? Did it take, you know, a few games? Like how, how was that period of adjustment? Yeah, I would say it probably took like a few games. I remember the first game I was like very, very overwhelmed. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a college game. This is the, you know, type of stuff that people watch on TV, you know, like it's just kind of crazy to think that you're a part of it. Um, So I would say it was like kind of scary. But after a couple of games, I was like, you know what, this is okay. You just got to like, I guess, go back to like, the fundamentals and be like, you know what? It's going to be fine. Just play your game, do what you got to do. But yeah, it didn't take me very long to like get um, accustomed to playing on a collegiate level or anything. And would you say then the training programs that you, that you went, you went through were those, was that like, did that help a lot too? Cause you mentioned even high school, um, you didn't do a lot of training there for soccer, I guess. Did, did you really ramp that up then in college or how did that game plan? How did that go through? Yeah, it was a lot more than I expected. It was a lot more than I had ever done, Um, just practicing every day. And obviously, like, starting with preseason, we were practicing two times a day, which, like, I felt like that was, like, more soccer than anyone needed because, like, who needs to practice two times a day? But obviously now I know, like, why it's important to be practicing that much. But um, I definitely think freshman year, like, it was a lot. It was a very, very big change. 
And that's something that, I mean, all, all of the guests who have came on the podcast have mentioned that, you know, it's been, it was an adjustment training ramped up. Like they thought high school training was something college is a whole different beast is what people mm-hmm. have said. Of course you have the same answer here. We have a question here sent and I'm going to show on the screen. Okay. So here's a good one here from Tracy. Would you consider yourself a soccer player who runs track or a runner who plays soccer? Thank you, Tracy, for sending in that question. So Sabrina, I'm going to let you, the floor is yours. Oh boy. Uh, oh, this is a hard question. Um, I would probably say, I don't, this is a really good question. Um, I don't know if like, I can call myself a runner because people like associate running with like long distance and that's not me at all. Like I'm a sprinter, but I would say, I think when I tell people that like I do soccer and track, like it's always like, yeah, I do track and like, I also play soccer, you know? So I guess I would say I'm more of a runner who plays soccer. There we go. There's the answer. Thank you, Tracy. That's supposed to be a drum roll. I don't know why I played the the drum joke uh, sound effect there, but um, yeah, thank you. Tracy, for that question, that's a perfect segue here to talk about some tracks. So mm-hmm. had some of the track stuff up last year, I guess. A uh, favorite event I, I first kind of want to touch on, like uh, we we do see here in the 100-meter dash, you took a fifth-place time in, a, in last year in the NAC championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like I said, fifth-place time there of 12.81 seconds. And then also we saw you um, you were on relay teams by the 4 by 4 by 100 relay, and then we also saw you in the long jump. Um, is there a favorite event for you in track that really just stands out? Like, I want to do this event if I'm doing track. Yeah, I would definitely say the 100 is my favorite event for sure. There you go. And then I, I do see, um, yeah, I mean, we mentioned the 12.81 seconds with that. Um, 100, you said, of course, for sure being the standout. Is that something like, do you want to be running? You want to be doing track, like when you're doing it this year, next year. Do you want to stick doing the hundred? Are there different events you want to try, or what would you say? Yeah, so um, I really want to stick to the one hundred and the two hundred. Actually, I was doing a lot of like four hundreds in the past couple years, and some in high school too, and I did not like them at all. Um, but I feel like you know, based off of last year and my freshman year here, I think like with the 100 and even the 200 like that's where i could be most successful and like do the most for the team so yeah i want to stick with those um and then long jump i want to stick with that too and i also picked up pole vaulting last year which was new it was really really different um i'm still not super confident with it but that's something that like i don't know if um i'd want to keep going with it maybe we'll see but i don't think i'd want to pick up anything else other than those events I was going to ask because I did see they had you listed as a pole vaulter. I was just going to be like, hold on. This is not the Sabrina that we know. If uh, I at least didn't think you were a pole vaulter, but Hey, I did see that. And there you go. Clearing it up there, but we're going to go back a little to soccer here. Now we're going to backtrack again. We're going to talk about this soccer season, how it's gone so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spoiler. It's gone very well here for Concordia and yourself, Sabrina Uh, game. One of the season right now we have, it says two shots on goal. Two goals there for Sabrina. Two for two mm-hmm. as the striker, Sabrina the striker, in game one against Lawrence, and that was at Concordia. That's the game where Bernie came into the rescue, brought some crumble, yeah. which we did see. That's where <laughs> I had to ask. Uh, but you know, going through it, like that that first game of the year, like, look, 
just talk just talking about think about your first game you know two years ago right you you mentioned how it was just a, a transition that just had to be made and you made it and look two years from from then putting up two goals two for two scoring in your first game i guess if, if there's any sort of advice you could tell you know freshman year sabrina to sabrina right now is there something that that sticks out that'd be like hey i want you to notice yeah, um, I would say is be confident. I don't think I was very confident freshman year just being the freshman and, you know, going into this team that, like, all these upperclassmen already knew each other. I think I was just scared of playing and, like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know where I would fit in on the team and, like, what my role would be. And, yeah, I wish I did know that freshman year, but obviously that's something, you know, that you learn as you play more games and you spend more time with the team. But, yeah, I would say be more confident. Yeah, and Bernard Vandenhoevel really wanted to shout out your first game as well, so I had to put that up Thank there. You. Be confident. That's a great message for all athletes, mm-hmm. especially in the game of soccer. We have another question here sent in, and Bernard, I also want to send this one in. We're, we were going to get to this a little bit here. We're going to talk more about the career side here, so this is perfect. So you mentioned occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. With occupational therapy, would you ra- would you rather you know or would you coach is my question, but then would you rather coach soccer or track is the second question. So there you go. Yeah. So um, I actually worked as a soccer coach for a while in high school, um, but for like little kids, and I absolutely loved it. Um, but I think in the future, I'd rather um, coach track just because I feel like I mean I've been doing soccer for a lot longer, but I feel like I would have more fun coaching track. Um, and I feel like I just know, like I could, I could do a better job coaching track than I can soccer. So there you go, Bernard. Thank you again for the question. It's a great question. Great answer. Of course, from Sabrina. So career goals, I want to hear. So you mentioned occupational therapy again, I'll say it one more time. Uh, is there a long-term career goal with that? Is there, I guess, what's that program like? Do you need a master's? I guess, walk me through your career goals. Here. Yeah, so the way that the program work, works here is it's a four-and-a-half-year program um, where I would get my master's at the end of it, or I could do an extra semester to make it five years to get my doctorate. That's what I'm going for because it's not very often that you find – you know, a program to get your doctorate in five years, which is why, like, I was so attracted to Concordia because of that. Um, So that's what I'm going for within the next couple of years. So I'd be graduating in, like, three years. I think that would be spring of 2025. Um, That's what we're going for. But, yeah, I want to – hopefully after that, I want to work in a hospital maybe um, as a pediatric occupational therapist. Um, I don't know. That might change going through the program. We'll see. But that's right now. That's what I want. Okay. So th- there's the career goal. Um, yeah, that that certainly sounds like something or five, six years of, of school. And, but going through, I guess, so now you're in soccer season, right? Mm-hmm. My question is, I guess, how much focus, because right track starts, then you have the indoor season, then you have the outdoor, correct? Mm-hmm. So with that, are you, are you right now, course soccer's on the mind but i guess right when soccer ends do you go right into that track off season or what's going to be the game plan here from going you know now now a junior i guess you you know what to expect right when soccer ends are you going to be transitioning right away into track is that how it's going to work yeah so track usually starts 
at the end of our soccer season. So by the time I'm done with soccer track, like the practices will have already started. Um, usually I take or the past couple of years, I've taken a week off after soccer ended just to like rest and give my body a little bit of a break. And then I went into track and then usually we have like a meet like a week or two after that. So yeah, it's a pretty quick transition from soccer to track. And like you said, like right now my, my mind is on soccer, but then having that week to like transition to track, because I feel like having a soccer mindset is very, very different from having um, a track mindset. So yeah, usually that little like week of a buffer period to like just transition into track. Yeah. And I guess with soccer too, it's something because I mean, you have those short bursts of speed you need, and then there's more like stamina because I guess, especially with the position you're playing right now, it's all about like that short burst acceleration, being a striker and going Mm -hmm. from there with, you know, you mentioned the hundred, Army or dash, you'll be doing exactly just that. You know that, that short burst of speed. We'll go through the schedule here, and then we have another question. We'll get to. So, okay. going through it, four and zero was game two of the season against Lake mm-hmm. Forest. So you guys have not allowed a goal yet. So shout out to that Concordia defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Going well right now. So September seventh. So you're going to be on the road at Loris. It looks like at mm-hmm. Denison, then at Kenya, three game road trip. So you guys, you just take a bus there, you got the game and you take a bus back and then you do that again. And then are you staying somewhere for Denison and Kenyon, both those games considered back to back? Yeah, we're going to, so we're leaving on Friday. I think that's the ninth, maybe we're leaving on Friday yep. to go to Ohio. Yeah. And then we're going to be staying in a hotel overnight. Um, Friday night, and then I'm not sure if we're staying in the same one the next night or if we're driving to a different one, um, because I'm not sure how far apart the schools are. But yeah, we're going to be staying overnight in Ohio, and then we should be getting back on Sunday around like midnight ish. Wow, that's quite the game. But plus, you have you know school, of course. Can't forget that as well. Plus, aren't you an RA? Yes, I am. Oh my goodness, they got you working overtime there at Concordia. Yeah, I know. We'll read through a few more of the games. We'll go through these September ones. Aurora, you play at home. Benedictine, also at home. At Wisconsin Lutheran, at Illinois Tech. And then hosting St. Norbert. Is there any game on that on the schedule that I read that you're like, ooh, I'm looking forward to this one? Definitely the Illinois Tech game. Um, Rivalry? My, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're like our one of our biggest rivals. My twin sister actually plays for Illinois Tech. She's injured right now, but that's usually like that one game that we're like we need to win this just because of how big of a rivalry it is and like how much of a competition they put up against us. So I'm really 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 excited for that game cuz last year also we played them twice, but both of the games were here. So I think it'll be different definitely playing there in Illinois. Yeah, there you go. Plus you could go back to your Home state as well. I got one. I got a track question sent in here before we go. Here it is. It's from Bernie Vanden Heuvel. A lot of Vanden Heuvel here in this episode. Is your goal nationals for track? Bernie wants to know if you're going all in. Are you, you, you ready? Yes. Yes. The goal is nationals this year. That is what we're hoping for. I'm going to work um, a lot. Hopefully he's going to nationals too. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We gotta work a lot, but I have a lot of faith, a lot of confidence, and you know, both of us that we can make it to nationals this year. Yeah, so we've had now with you being on here, three of the sixteen episodes, three Concordia guests on the show, three Falcons here. So uh we had Gideon on. I don't know if you if, if you've listened to that one, uh national 
qualifier. So mm-hmm. maybe we have two more of our, maybe that just brings some good luck here on the podcast. Hopefully. Look, Patrick Baldwin Jr. has been on this show. He got drafted in the NBA. So we can maybe see some good luck come along here on the show. But Sabrina, I want to thank you here for coming on. I want to wish you the best academically and athletically here throughout this season. So thank thanks for coming you. on. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And thank you, of course, to everyone who sent in some questions. We'll be back here at 8 o'clock for episode 78 of Drew's Sports Crew. But remember, remember social media at Drew Sports Crew on the Instagram and Twitter. Drew's Sports Crew here on Facebook and YouTube. Plus, tomorrow night, we have a surprise thing coming your way. We have a mock draft for fantasy football we'll be doing. And or, I mean, it's a real draft for Zach. I'll probably be doing a best ball. It's just a fantasy football talk with some listeners so if you want to come and ask, ask some questions, we'll also have some listeners on the show as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up here. Sabrina, thanks again. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.